Hello, dear listeners, and a heartfelt welcome back to the Diplomacy and Discourse podcast. I'm your host, Amar, and it's truly wonderful to have you rejoin us for this engaging conversation. Your ongoing presence means the world to us, and we're deeply thankful for your continued support. Before we dive into the intriguing dialogue that awaits us, I encourage your active participation in our podcast journey. If you found value in our content, please consider leaving a review on your preferred podcast platform or giving this video a thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube. These small gestures of support significantly contribute to our growth, allowing us to connect with more curious minds like yours. If you'd like to share your thoughts, questions, or suggestions, don't hesitate to reach out to us at diplomacyanddiscourse at gmail.com. Your insights shape the direction of our podcast, and once again, I express my sincere appreciation for your unwavering support. Now, let's immerse ourselves in the captivating narrative of today's episode. Thank you for being an integral part of our community, and let's embark on this intellectual journey together. The United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, SDGs, comprising of 17 goals or objectives agreed upon by the United Nations member states to be achieved by the year 2030 are a crucial tool in guiding efforts towards a more sustainable and equitable future. These goals address pressing global challenges such as poverty, hunger, inequality, climate change, environmental degradation, and access to education and healthcare. Moreover, the SDGs recognize the interdependence of social, economic, and environmental aspects of development. Implementing the Sustainable Development Goals requires the partnership of governments, private sectors, civil society, and citizens alike. The SDGs serve as a holistic framework that integrates various dimensions of development moving beyond the narrow focus on poverty and human development that characterized the Millennium Development Goals. The Millennium Development Goals, MDGs, were eight goals set up by the United Nations in the year 2000 to be achieved by the year 2015. These goals focused on poverty, hunger, child mortality, maternal health, gender equality, environmental sustainability, global partnerships, and access to education and healthcare. While some progress was made towards achieving the MDGs, The goals ultimately failed to have the lasting impact they intended due to a lack of resources, inadequate implementation, and an overly narrow focus on poverty and human development. However, the Sustainable Development Goals, SDGs, are designed to address the shortcomings of past development approaches by merging poverty reduction efforts with a focus on achieving sustainable consumption and production patterns. By focusing on the five subgroups of people, planet, prosperity, peace, and partnership, the SDGs offer a comprehensive approach to tackling some of the world's most pressing issues. With equal applicability, to the global north and south, 
These 17 interlinked goals with 169 associated targets envision an ambitious world plan encompassing three fundamental aspects, economic prosperity, environmental conservation, and social justice. The global north and south refer to two distinct parts of the world with different levels of economic development. The global north is made up of industrialized countries with high levels of economic development, while the global south is comprised of developing countries with lower levels of economic development. Here's why these goals are essential. One of the key strengths of the SDGs is their universality. They apply to all countries, not just the developing nations. This inclusivity recognizes that all nations have a role to play in achieving a better world and no one can escape global challenges like climate change, poverty, and inequality. This universality also ensures that the 17 goals are addressed in a comprehensive and coordinated way rather than a patchwork of isolated actions. This means that all countries can learn from each other's successes and work to overcome challenges faced by all. The SDGs are designed to be interconnected. They acknowledge that these challenges are interlinked and must be addressed together. For example, addressing poverty, which is goal number one, often requires improvements in education, goal number four, health, goal number three, and economic growth, which is goal number eight. This holistic approach encourages comprehensive solutions. The SDGs promote cooperation between governments, civil society, the private sector, and international organizations. This multi-stakeholder approach fosters partnerships and collaborations that are vital for achieving meaningful progress. By working together, stakeholders can share resources, ideas, and capacity which can help them to better address complex challenges. They can also create incentives for governments to take action and create sustainable solutions that will benefit everyone. Each goal comes with specific, measurable targets. This clarity allows for accountability and progress evaluation. Governments and organizations can be held responsible for their commitments, which is crucial for achieving real change. By having clear goals and targets, governments and organizations can better understand how much money and resources they need to put into the goal and can measure their success against it. This allows them to make necessary adjustments and course corrections and ensure they are on track to meet their commitments. The Sustainable Development Goals explicitly address environmental issues such as goal number 13, climate action, goal number 14, life below water, and goal number 15, life on land. Tackling climate change and preserving ecosystems is essential for a sustainable and habitable planet. The SDGs recognize the importance of protecting the environment and the need for collective action to address the environmental crisis. They provide a framework for countries to work together to protect and restore ecosystems, as well as reduce emissions and promote sustainable use of resources. Gender equality is integrated into the multiple SDGs. 
emphasizing the importance of empowering women and girls. Goal number five, gender equality, is not only a fundamental human right, but also an essential factor in achieving many other development goals. When women and girls have access to the same opportunities as men and boys, they can contribute to the economic growth of their countries, as well as reduce poverty and improve health outcomes. Furthermore, gender equality helps to reduce gender inequality and its negative impacts, such as violence against women and inequality in education. Goal number one aims to end poverty in all its forms. Poverty eradication is a central element of the SDGs, recognizing that many other challenges stem from economic deprivation. This is because poverty can lead to a lack of access to education, healthcare, and other basic necessities, which in turn can lead to further poverty and a cycle of poverty. By ending poverty, the Sustainable Development Goals can provide the foundation for all other goals to be achieved. While not a separate goal, goal number 16, peace, justice, and strong institutions, are vital for achieving the other goals. Strong institutions are essential for a prosperous country because they provide a framework for economic development, ensure accountability and transparency, and protect the interests of citizens. Strong institutions are necessary for governments to be able to enforce laws, enforce property rights, and provide basic services like healthcare and education. Furthermore, strong institutions can help to reduce corruption and improve the efficiency of resource allocation. This can lead to more economic growth and a higher standard of living for everyone. A peaceful, just society is more likely to make progress in all areas like healthcare, education, and of course, economic development. The Sustainable Development Goals encourage data collection and analysis to make informed decisions. This approach facilitates evidence-based policymaking, ensuring that resources are allocated effectively. By collecting data from a range of sources, including governments, international organizations, and the private sector, the Sustainable Development Goals are able to assess the effectiveness of current policies and set targets for future ones. This evidence-based approach helps to ensure that resources are used in the most efficient way possible, resulting in better outcomes for all stakeholders. The SDGs prioritize human well-being and dignity, advocating for a quality life free from hunger, disease, and the want. This approach requires a comprehensive assessment of the resources, needs, and opportunities available in a given context and the most effective and equitable use of those resources towards achieving the Sustainable Development Goals. It focuses on the root causes of problems rather than simply treating the systems and works to ensure that all stakeholders have a say in how resources are used. The SDGs recognize that no issue exists in isolation. They encompass a wide range of interconnected goals, covering issues like poverty, hunger, health, education, gender equality, clean water, responsible consumption, climate action, and more. This holistic approach acknowledges that tackling one problem often involves addressing several others. For instance, providing access to clean water and addressing climate change are two of the goals, but they are both interrelated. Changing the way we use energy and water can help reduce greenhouse gas emissions 
and also help to reduce the amount of water used. So based off of everything that's just been said, the very fact that all United Nations member states unanimously adopted the Sustainable Development Goals back in 2015 testifies to their global relevance and consensus. Thereby, it underscores that these goals resonate across diverse political, economic, and cultural contexts, making them a universally accepted roadmap. This means that the SDGs emphasize that development extends beyond just economic growth. It encompasses environmental sustainability, social well-being, and equitable opportunities. So this multidimensional approach ensures that no aspect of human development is left behind. This fosters a more balanced and just world. So with that being said, a core principle of the Sustainable Development Goals is, quote, leaving no one behind, end quote. This commitment to inclusivity highlights the importance of addressing disparities and inequalities within and among nations. This commitment to inclusivity is needed to ensure that all people, regardless of gender, race, ethnicity, economic status, or other characteristics, can benefit from the Sustainable Development Goals. To do this, nations must prioritize equitable distribution of resources, access to healthcare, educational opportunities, and other essential services. It underscores that true development is measured by the well-being of the most vulnerable in society. Each sustainable development goal is associated with specific measurable targets. This enables countries, organizations, and individuals to track progress and hold stakeholders accountable. Data-driven decision-making ensures resources are effectively allocated and policies are evidence-based. By setting targets, countries, organizations, and individuals can monitor progress, identify areas of improvement, and adjust strategies accordingly. They also provide an indication of whether countries are on track to meet their global goals. By having data-driven decision-making, organizations can make informed decisions and allocate resources efficiently. The SDGs recognize the need for multi-stakeholder partnerships involving governments, civil society, the private sector, and international organizations. This collaborative approach maximizes resources and expertise, making progress a whole lot easier. By working together, stakeholders can develop solutions that are more comprehensive and address multiple issues. They can also share resources and knowledge, allowing everyone to benefit from the collective efforts. Additionally, multi-stakeholder partnerships can help to create a sense of ownership and accountability amongst all stakeholders. The environmental dimension of the SDGs, particularly Goal 13, Climate Action, and Goal 14, Life Below Water, as well as Goal Number 15, Life on Land, acknowledges the urgent need to protect our planet. These goals are focused on reducing emissions, protecting marine ecosystems, and conserving biodiversity. They are important steps towards ensuring that our planet is sustainable for future generations. Sustainability is fundamental to a better world for current and future generations. So all in all, the Sustainable Development Goals offer a comprehensive and universally accepted roadmap to a better world. 
They address the multifaceted challenges we face today and emphasize the importance of interlinkages, inclusivity, environmental sustainability, data-driven decision-making, and global cooperation. These goals represent a pragmatic and actionable path towards a more sustainable, equitable, and prosperous future for all. So therefore, it's imperative that we continue to engage with and work towards the realization of the SDGs to bring about meaningful change on a global scale. Currently, several non-Western countries benefit from the Sustainable Development Goals. One such country is Bangladesh. In Bangladesh, the adoption of the Sustainable Development Goals has been instrumental in addressing a wide range of issues like poverty reduction, inclusive growth, and environmental conservation, with notable efforts towards ensuring good health and well-being, quality education, clean water and sanitation, and gender equality. The adoption of the Sustainable Development Goals has enabled Bangladesh to access large-scale international investments and technical assistance, which has enabled the country to implement a number of initiatives to tackle poverty, inequality, and other social issues. In addition, it has allowed the country to benefit from the expertise and resources of international organizations and governments, which has been invaluable in furthering its goals. Furthermore, Bangladesh has made significant progress in reducing child mortality rates, improving access to education for girls, and promoting sustainable agricultural practices. However, despite the significant strides made, Bangladesh, alongside many other non-Western countries, still face daunting challenges in fully realizing all 17 objectives by the target year due to persistent socioeconomic disparities and environmental vulnerabilities. These disparities and environmental vulnerabilities are often linked to systemic issues such as unequal access to resources and economic opportunities, as well as inadequate infrastructure and weak governance capacity. Without addressing these issues, it will be difficult for Bangladesh, as well as other countries, to meet the goals by 2030. Indeed, the nation's progress has been punctuated by ongoing issues such as climate change impacts and political instability, highlighting the need for continued commitment and efforts in meeting the Sustainable Development Goals. However, these challenges are not insurmountable, and with cohesive action from governments, non-governmental organizations, international bodies, and individuals, the vision of a prosperous and sustainable world can indeed be realized. In the future, another country that stands to benefit from the Sustainable Development Goals is Ethiopia. In Ethiopia, similar to Bangladesh, the Sustainable Development Goals serve as a comprehensive framework for addressing systemic challenges, including poverty eradication, inclusive economic growth, environmental conservation, and social inclusivity. Ethiopia has a wealth of natural resources, such as fertile land, water, and minerals, which have the potential to be used to create economic growth and generate employment. Additionally, Ethiopia has a large and growing population, which could provide a large market for the goods and services produced in the country. Ethiopia 
has a strong potential to benefit from the Sustainable Development Goals due to its large population, abundant natural resources, and strategic location. With the right investments and support, Ethiopia can become a leader in the global effort to achieve the Sustainable Development Goals. Considering the unique context of Ethiopia, the SDGs holds significant potential for addressing issues such as food security, access to clean water and sanitation, renewable energy development, and gender equality. With the goal of enhancing water management and environmental sustainability, the adoption of integrated STEM education in conflict-affected regions like the West Bank and Palestine could offer practical solutions to these critical challenges and contribute to broader sustainable development efforts. Teaching students about the principles of water management, environmental science, and engineering can help them develop the skills necessary to identify, analyze, and come up with creative solutions to water management and environmental sustainability challenges that they all face. Additionally, the integrated STEM education approach can also empower students and local communities to take on more leadership roles in water management and environmental sustainability. So in the future, the Sustainable Development Goals envision a world where poverty is eradicated, inequalities are reduced, and sustainable development becomes a reality worldwide. Demanding comprehensive approaches, such as STEM education, can foster innovation and propose better solutions. The incorporation of STEM education in countries like Bangladesh and Ethiopia can potentially strengthen their capacities to address sustainability challenges and progress towards the SDGs, as also seen in the context of the West Bank. STEM education can also equip young people with the skills they need to contribute to their country's economy and create job opportunities. Furthermore, it can help foster innovation and creativity which are necessary for sustainable solutions. Enhanced STEM education, particularly when paired with local social and political initiatives, could contribute to building practical, community-oriented solutions to such challenges as water management and environmental sustainability playing a crucial role in the broader efforts towards achieving the sustainable development goals, particularly in the areas such as poverty eradication, food security, and sustainable energy. In order to achieve this, STEM education must be adapted to the local context. Local initiatives should be considered to ensure that the curriculum is relevant and applicable to the specific situation. Furthermore, regional stakeholders should be consulted and involved in the process of developing and implementing STEM education initiatives. This will ensure that education is tailored to the specific needs of the community and can be easily adopted. Moreover, governments and institutions should support local initiatives to make sure that the right resources are available to implement a successful STEM education program. It is imperative to involve students and the surrounding community in the process, as they are the ones who will be most affected by the changes and can provide unique perspectives on the issues at hand. By embracing integrated STEM education, the West Bank, Bangladesh, Ethiopia, and other countries could empower their youth with crucial problem-solving skills, enhance their capabilities in water and environmental sustainability, and retain the talent necessary for sustainable economic development.
In this way, interweaving STEM education with local socio-political considerations may pave the way towards resolving multifaceted regional conundrums like water scarcity and fostering environmentally sustainable frameworks for economic progress and social development. By leveraging the knowledge and capabilities of scientists, engineers, and other STEM professionals, governments can create innovative solutions that considers the local context while also addressing the global challenges. This can help to ensure that water resources are used responsibly and efficiently while also creating economic opportunities and fostering social development. Governments should also create incentives for private sector involvement in water-related projects. This can help to ensure that water resources are used sustainably and that the benefits of water-related projects are shared equitably. Additionally, governments should invest in education and awareness campaigns to raise awareness of the importance of water management. While the SDGs provide a valuable framework, there are certain limitations and challenges that can hinder their effectiveness as a roadmap to a better world. So here are some arguments highlighting the problem with the Sustainable Development Goals. The first one is lack of enforceability. The SDGs are not legally binding, which limits their effectiveness. Without enforceable mechanisms, governments and other stakeholders may not feel compelled to take concrete actions or allocate sufficient resources to achieve the goals. This can lead to slow progress and a lack of accountability. The second is complexity and interconnectivity. The SDGs address a wide range of issues, making the framework complex and challenging to implement. The interconnected nature of these goals means that progress in one area may depend on progress in others. Balancing priorities and effectively coordinating efforts across sectors and countries can be difficult, leading to fragmented and ineffective actions. The third is insufficient funding. The SDGs require significant financial resources to be implemented successfully. However, funding gaps exist, particularly for developing countries, making it challenging to achieve the goals within the specified timeframe. Limited financial support and lack of investment in sustainable development can hinder progress and perpetuate existing inequalities. Number four is lack of global consensus. While the SDGs were developed through a consultative process involving various stakeholders, achieving global consensus on priorities and strategies can be challenging. Diverse interests, conflicting agendas, and geopolitical tensions can impede cooperation and hinder collective action towards achieving the goals. Number five is monitoring and data challenges. Monitoring progress towards the SDGs relies on accurate and timely data. However, many countries, especially developing ones, face limitations in data collection and monitoring systems. Inadequate data can hinder effective tracking of progress, making it difficult to identify areas of concern and take corrective actions. Number six is inadequate integration into national policies. 
The SDGs require strong political will and commitment from governments to integrate them into the national policies and strategies. However, many countries struggle to align their domestic policies and priorities with the SDGs, resulting in a lack of coherence and implementation gaps. And number seven, the last one, is lack of public awareness and engagement. Widespread public awareness and engagement are crucial for achieving the SDGs. However, there is often limited awareness and understanding of the goals among the general public. This can hinder support, participation, and bottom-up pressure for change. But despite these challenges, it is important to note that the SDGs still provide a valuable guiding framework. The problems highlighted here should be seen as opportunities for improvements, emphasizing the need for increased global cooperation, enhanced accountability mechanisms, and better integration of the goals into the national policies and strategies. In order to create a more sustainable and equitable future for Gaza and the West Bank, it is necessary to look to the Sustainable Development Goals as a guide. Through this, we can explore how the SDGs can be used to bring about meaningful changes that can lead to a better world, even in the midst of the recent Gaza-Israeli conflict. So let's take a closer look at how the SDGs can be employed in this effort. The first is goal number one, no poverty. The conflict has exacerbated poverty levels in Gaza and the West Bank. Sustainable development goal number one focuses on eradicating poverty and ensuring social protection for all. Through targeted interventions, such as providing access to basic services, promoting job creation, and implementing social safety nets, the SDGs can help alleviate poverty and create opportunities for the affected population. Governments in Gaza and the West Bank must be willing to commit to the SDGs by actively implementing them in their territories. This means that governments need to create policies and regulations in line with the SDGs and actively work to ensure enforcement. Moreover, stakeholders in the Middle East and abroad must be willing to contribute resources and expertise to implement the SDGs. This could include providing financial and technical assistance, as well as organizing workshops and training sessions to ensure that the SDGs are properly implemented. The second one is goal number two, zero hunger. The conflict has severely impacted food security in Gaza. SDG number two aims to provide access to nutritious food for all. By supporting agricultural development, improving infrastructure, and developing sustainable farming practices, the SDGs can contribute to food self-sufficiency and address hunger-related challenges. To ensure that NGOs are committed to the cause and contributing to reducing hunger, it is important to ensure that the NGOs are trustworthy and transparent in their activities. This means implementing strict regulations on the activities of NGOs, conducting regular audits to assess the effectiveness of their efforts, and ensuring that they are accountable to the people they serve. Also, governments and stakeholders in the Middle East and the international community must be willing to contribute resources to support NGOs in their works. This can include 
providing financial and technical assistance, as well as organizing workshops and training sessions to ensure that the NGOs are properly implementing the SDGs. Finally, it is also important to ensure that the NGOs have a clear understanding of the Sustainable Development Goals and are working to actively implement them in their work. Number three is goal number three, good health and well-being. The conflict has strained the healthcare systems and access to basic healthcare services. Goal number three focuses on ensuring healthy lives and well-being for all. By investing in healthcare infrastructure, training healthcare professionals, and increasing access to essential medicines, the Sustainable Development Goals can assist in rebuilding and strengthening healthcare systems in Gaza, as well as the West Bank. International citizens can contribute to providing healthcare assistance without being there by donating money or medical equipment, such as machines used in hospitals. Donated machines can be shipped to the desired destinations, where they can be used to help improve healthcare services in the region. Additionally, donations can be used to fund initiatives that build and strengthen healthcare infrastructure, such as training healthcare professionals and increasing access to essential medicines. This could help to reduce the burden on existing healthcare systems and improve access to basic healthcare services. The fourth is goal number four, quality education. The conflict has disrupted the education systems and denied many children the right to education. Goal number four aims to provide inclusive and equitable quality education. By rebuilding schools, training teachers, and ensuring access to education for all children, the Sustainable Development Goals can help restore normalcy and provide opportunities for the youth in Gaza, as well as the West Bank, and other parts of the world. Number five is goal number five, gender equality. Women and girls often face particular challenges during conflicts. Goal number five aims to achieve gender equality and empower women and girls. By promoting women's participation in decision-making processes, ensuring access to education and healthcare, and combating gender-based violence, the SDGs can contribute to a more inclusive and equal society in Gaza and the West Bank, even including Afghanistan, Iraq, Africa, and other parts of the world. Sustainable Development Goal number 6 is Clean Water and Sanitation. Access to clean water and sanitation facilities is crucial but often compromised during conflicts. Sustainable Development Goal number 6 focuses on ensuring the availability and sustainable management of water and sanitation for all. By investing in water infrastructure, promoting water conservation, and improving sanitation facilities, the SDGs can address these urgent needs and enhance public health in Gaza, the West Bank, Yemen as well, as well as other parts of the world. The desalination plants in Gaza have been inoperable for some time due to lack of maintenance and fuel shortages, leading to water insecurity in the region. To address this, Saudi Arabia and other wealthy countries can contribute to providing modernized desalination plants to Gaza, as well as other resources to access clean water and sanitation. This could help to ensure that the people of Gaza have access to clean and safe drinking water. 
as well as improved sanitation facilities. Additionally, these investments would improve public health and reduce the burden on existing healthcare systems. The last one is number seven. Goal number 16, which is peace, justice, and strong institutions. The recent conflict highlights the importance of SDG number 16, which aims to foster peaceful and inclusive societies. By strengthening institutions, ensuring access to justice, and promoting the rule of law, the SDGs can contribute to long-term stability and peaceful coexistence in Gaza and the West Bank. Local citizens can work together to create better and stronger institutions by strengthening internal governance structures, promoting transparency and accountability, and fighting corruption. Foreign diplomats can contribute to this effort by providing technical and financial assistance to help build capacity and create opportunities for better governance. They can also support local civil society and grassroots organizations to ensure that the voices of the people are heard. Additionally, foreign governments can pressure their own governments to take more proactive role in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict and push for the international community to take action to ensure that both Israel and the Palestinians live up to their commitments and obligations under the international law. Finally, international organizations and non-governmental organizations can help raise awareness about the issues at hand and advocate for justice and equality for all parties involved. The SDGs provide a comprehensive and holistic framework that can guide efforts towards a more sustainable and equitable future, even in the aftermath of the Gaza-Israeli conflict. By addressing poverty, hunger, health, education, gender equality, water, and peace building, the SDGs offer a roadmap to rebuild and improve the lives of the affected population. However, it is crucial that all stakeholders, including governments, international organizations, and civil society, come together to ensure the effective implementation of the SDGs and provide the necessary support to Gaza and the West Bank. Resolving the Israeli-Palestinian conflict and achieving peace in the broader Middle East is a complex and multifaceted task that cannot be solely accomplished just through the SDGs. However, understanding the SDGs can provide a framework for addressing some of the underlying causes and consequences of the conflict, as well as guiding reconstruction efforts. So here are some ways this knowledge can contribute to a ceasefire and reconstruction. Number one goes back to goal number 16, peace, justice, and strong institutions. Strong institutions can uphold peaceful and inclusive societies by providing an infrastructure for conflict resolution, protecting minority rights, and creating a sense of justice and fairness in the eyes of the people. These institutions can also be used to promote economic and social development, which can help to reduce tensions and foster a more sustainable environment. Applying this goal to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict requires a commitment to dialogue, negotiation, and mediation to reach a sustainable ceasefire. Utilizing international institutions like the United Nations and regional organizations can help facilitate the peace process and establish mechanisms for conflict resolution. Number two is goal number 10, reduced inequalities. 
Goal number 10 aims to reduce inequalities within and between countries. Applying this goal to the conflict involves addressing socioeconomic disparities and structural inequalities that fuel tensions. This includes providing access to basic services such as healthcare, education, and economic opportunities to all, regardless of their gender, race, or ethnicity. Additionally, it is important to create mechanisms for resolving disputes and promoting dialogue to ensure that everyone has equal say in the decision-making process. By promoting equitable economic development, inclusive governance, and opportunities for all, the SDGs can contribute to a more sustainable environment conducive to peace. Number three is goal 11, sustainable cities and communities. Goal number 11 focuses on creating resilient, inclusive, and sustainable urban environments. Applying this goal to reconstruction efforts involves rebuilding infrastructure, housing, and public services in both Israeli and Palestinian communities affected by the conflict. Countries in the region and abroad who want normalization on both sides can contribute diplomatically by providing financial and technical assistance for reconstruction efforts. They can also provide training and capacity building for local communities to help them develop the skills they need to build sustainable cities and communities. They can also use their diplomatic influence to help promote dialogue and cooperation between the two sides, as well as encourage the parties to commit to a ceasefire and a peaceful resolution to the conflict. Also, they can use their diplomatic ties to pressure both sides to adhere to international law and the principles of human rights. Emphasizing sustainable and inclusive urban planning can contribute to the long-term sustainability of the region. Sustainable and inclusive urban planning can help to create jobs, improve access to essential services such as healthcare and education, and reduce poverty. Also, it will help to create a more stable and secure environment, as peaceful and harmonious cities are less likely to experience violence. Number four is goal number four, quality education. SDG 4 emphasizes the importance of inclusive and quality education. Applying this goal to the conflict entails investing in education that promotes tolerance, understanding, and peaceful coexistence. By ensuring access to quality education for all, fostering cross-cultural dialogue, and promoting human rights education, the SDGs can help build a foundation for reconciliation. Quality education is necessary in order to equip individuals with the skills necessary to resolve conflicts peacefully. Education can also play an important role in creating an environment where people are aware of their rights and able to exercise them without fear of retribution. Furthermore, education can help to create a sense of unity among communities as people learn to understand each other's perspectives and work together to find solutions. And last but not least, number five, SDG number six, clean water and sanitation. SDG six addresses the need for access to clean water and sanitation facilities. Applying this goal to reconstruction efforts entails rebuilding water infrastructure, ensuring safe and reliable water sources, and improving sanitation services for both Israeli and Palestinian communities. Access to clean water can contribute to improved health, stability, and cooperation. This goal also entails 
the implementation of measures to reduce water pollution, such as wastewater treatment and protection, as well as the implementation of measures to conserve and recharge water resources. Additionally, it also requires the implementation of measures to protect and restore aquatic ecosystems. While the Sustainable Development Goals provide a valuable framework for addressing the root causes and consequences of the conflict, achieving a lasting resolution requires political will, regional cooperation, and commitment from all parties involved. Knowledge of the SDGs can inform and guide these efforts, but it is crucial to engage in comprehensive and inclusive peacebuilding processes that address the specific needs and aspirations of both Israelis and Palestinians. We want to convey our sincere gratitude for your viewership and listenership. If you found this conversation as enlightening and thought-provoking as we have, we kindly request your continued support. Please consider giving this video a thumbs up, subscribing to our channel, and leaving a review on your preferred podcast platform. Your active engagement and feedback are the cornerstones of our growth, enabling us to connect with a broader audience of curious minds. If you have any questions, thoughts, or suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to us at diplomacyanddiscourse at gmail.com. Your contributions continue to shape our path. Once again, we thank you for being a vital part of our community. Your support is invaluable, and we eagerly look forward to more captivating conversations and episodes that ignite exploration. Until our next encounter, take care and continue your journey into the fascinating world of diplomacy and discourse.